LSU needs to build depth at several positions, whether it's at corner, whether it's in the offensive line, whether it's interior defensive line. So does that depth perhaps exist in the transfer portal? And could there be some gifts on Alabama's roster that could enter the transfer portal that could supplement LSU's roster? We'll get into that on today's edition of Locked on LSU. You are locked on LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome into Locked On LSU. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Brian Smith, Locked On's official recruiting insider, joins the show today. And all of our recruiting content, as well as today's show, is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Brian, you know, I know college football fans across America know college coaches across America know two keys to winning in the SEC. First and foremost, it's winning those battles in the trenches. Second of all, it's depth. Now, LSU needs both of those things, needs depth in the trenches, both offensively and defensively. Could there maybe be some uh, some names to watch to help supplement that depth coming up in the trenches in the transfer portal? Well, the one kid that I've heard about because a buddy of mine used to be at his school when they were at the same place. Yeah. His name's Joel Muhammad. He's a defensive lineman, went to Arkansas State out of high school, ended up at a junior college. Bama, LSU, and several other schools are looking at him. Anytime you can find 6'3", 280 and above that can move, you should be interested. He's a kid around the greater Atlanta area, so that helps too. It's a really yeah. good program. He went to Creekside. That's the, that's the nature of the transfer portal, though, isn't it, Caroline? Arkansas State doesn't excite you, but if Alabama and LSU are interested, that's a probably good a good sign. <laughs> that's a good sign. We both know that with LSU losing not one but both of their starting D tackles to the draft, mm-hmm. you know you can't lose a guy like Wingo, let alone – Mason Smith and be happy about it, but it is what it is. Right. You have to get some supplements. They got one guy in Sean Washington and the junior college ranks. Maybe this is another piece. It's a possibility. So LSU might be mending the fences a little bit faster. And if it's not him, I imagine there's another portal window for people that don't know April 15th to the 30th. That's another possibility. It could be another Juco kid, etc. LSU is going to try to fix that quicker than what I originally thought they were going to be able to. So kudos to their staff. And I think another thing to keep in mind, too, is now bringing Bo Davis in, now bringing Kevin Peoples in. You've got two of the best defensive line coaches in America. So I think getting those players in now as soon as you can rather than waiting for the spring period, although I think that's a great opportunity to supplement going into spring practice, getting those guys in and coaching them up, especially coming from a JUCO level, especially if they're going to be guys that you're going to have to rely on day one against USC in Vegas, you want to get them in as soon as possible. I think that's really one of the reasons you're right. If yeah. you're going to play a true opponent, no offense to the directional schools that <laughs> the LSU's of the world often play game one, but game two, they do. If you're going against USC, you don't want to play freshmen and sophomores unless it's absolutely mandatory as starters. It's just a reality. D tackle against anybody. It's just a really tough position. So they've recruited well. I get it. 
But a lot of the guys don't have a ton of experience. If you can get somebody that has any form of college experience, it's going to push the pile a little bit. I think that's a good sign. Also, we'll get into more of the cornerback and stuff. They've obviously done that, safety, et cetera. If you get one or two more pieces up front, Caroline, I'm not saying they're going to be LSU of old, you know, a top five defense just suddenly, but you can be more creative. The new staff will have more opportunity. Bo Davis and those guys can be aggressive. Mm -hmm. They're getting more pieces than I thought overall. And again, we're in January. Yeah. So we've always said it's not hard to recruit to Death Valley. You can get a kid on campus. It's a pretty cool place. The campus is neat. It's a unique culture. Again, I'm just surprised they're doing it as quickly as they are. So maybe we, we hear some more good news for the Tigers in the next couple of weeks. Is that the Bo Davis effect or the Blake Baker effect or even the Corey Raymond effect of bringing in these coaches that are really well-respected, that have reputations of being great recruiters and having good relationships with with uh, with players and high school coaches? Is that now the effect of the, the hires that Brian Kelly has made in the defensive coaching staff? Relationships, recruiting in any way, shape, or form, whether portal, junior college, prep, doesn't matter. You're going to go where you feel comfortable. A parent is going to send their child to where they feel comfortable. That doesn't change. Bo Davis is a recruiter. He's a guy that's been around the business a long time. So we'll just use him as an example. And he also was just at Texas. So, I mean, he's going to have contacts in the Lone Star State. He's going to have Arkansas, Oklahoma, the same area that LSU recruits because those two schools butt heads all the time. That's a great fit. And he's also a guy that, probably coming into a situation he knew he had to get get going. Yeah. Texas got more depth right now than LSU does up front. So he's probably motivated to get there. They need one more guy at least, whether it's Muhammad or somebody else, they got to find him. But he's got a lot of contacts, and I, I'd imagine that helps. Same thing with Corey, et cetera. They can pick up the phone and call high school coaches. They know and trust them. If yeah. there's a chance they can get a kid on campus, whether it's a visit for a transfer or a high school kid, a JUCO kid, they're going to have a better chance. And you mentioned Jalil Muhammad, he again Arkansas State transfer on the defensive line. Let's say he does decide to ultimately go to Alabama, and we will we'll get into Alabama because yikes. Uh, <laughs> is there another name that you would look at, whether it's rumblings that you've been hearing of being connected to LSU, possibly, or just some attractive names in the transfer portal that LSU could look into? There are a lot of kids that are getting kicked around. Uh, the other guy that has been mentioned quite a bit is DeAndre Robinson, but I think he's going to go to Florida. Okay. Uh, he's a kid from Orlando. He signed and something's going on. He was going to go to Texas. I haven't heard anything else specific, but I know that LSU is very active. My guess is like a lot of schools, and it could be somewhere to Muhammad. It could be a kid that's at an Arkansas State or something like that. Was a late bloomer. Those I usually don't get as much information on i just happen to know somebody that coached this kid yeah but at the same time i don't really worry about where they come from anymore because if they've got college film it's still college film um i would take that most times in college guys do as as well over the high school kid because there's nothing like seeing grown men run into grown men it's different i imagine lsu is going to get at least one more up front it's not easy because the kids in the portal usually are looking for immediate playing time slash I'm going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. LSU, Alabama, USC, Florida State, those schools all need a starter or two, but most of them are looking for guys that compete. And they don't like to hand out freebies for starting jobs, yeah. et cetera. So it's a little different recruiting pitch. And you're looking for chemistry too. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you saw the comment that Kirby made after they just beat the bejesus out of Florida State. 
He's talking about you made fun of the NCA for how poorly they'd handled the transfer portal stuff. And of course, that's now in our political realm, but that's yeah. another story. It's also the point that you got to be careful what you do when recruiting these portal kids. You got to make sure your chemistry's right because one guy comes in and screw it up. And that's why like Nick and Kirby, they didn't take a lot of portal guys. Mm -hmm. They took very specific risks. It's hard. So it, it, it's a conundrum on which guys to or to not take. I think LSU has seen it. You bring in guys that you might trust, but it could end up uh, potentially hurting the culture just a little bit. All right. Yeah. Coming up next, of course, the biggest news of college football in a long time. Nick Saban retires. We knew there were going to be massive domino effects across college football, and we've seen those domino effects on Alabama's roster. How can LSU capitalize on that? We'll get into that coming up next with Brian Smith. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and so much more, whether you are into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every single time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. All right, I want to tell you about LinkedIn. So at the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move that I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team and the people that you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. And LinkedIn, it's not just any other job board. I mean, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. And hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. And thankfully with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Because as a small business owner, you're, you are already wearing so many different hats. You don't have a lot of time money or resources to hire. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's locked. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right, rolling along here, Locked On LSU. Appreciate Brian Smith, Locked On's official recruiting insider, for joining us. So it has been a mass exodus this week from Alabama's locker room that you've seen Caleb Downs, five-star safety, 
trans enter the transfer portal. And I've been told by a lot of people close to Alabama that Alabama fans weren't going to panic unless Caleb Downs entered the transfer portal. Now that he's in the portal, it is full on panic mode. You see their starting left tackle Caden Proctor entered the transfer portal. Although I don't know if there's a lot of Alabama fans that are mourning the loss of Caden Proctor. We've seen Trey Amos, a DB from the state of Louisiana came from ULL. He has entered the transfer portal. That's one name that I, in particular that I've been looking at for LSU to potentially pick up. It's a guy with experience, four years of college experience. He has one year of experience in the SEC. Maybe what are some other opportunities for LSU to capitalize on uh, all of the, uh, the panic going on in Tuscaloosa? Well, I think this is a multiple part. Number one, you're obviously, if Caleb wanted to take a visit or whatever, you're more than happy because LSU needs DBs. But two, this is just something for LSU fans to look at. I often get into conversations with fans and they'll say, well, so-and-so program, they're done forever. There's no such thing. It's always about who's the head coach. Fans don't like to hear this. And I say it on your show and all the Locked On shows. It's about the person wearing the shirt, not the logo on the shirt. When Nick Saban's not there, Caleb Downs, who went there to be mentored by Nick Saban, is not as interested in Alabama. Shocking. Crazy. It's just the way it's just the way it is. So Alabama is taking a step down. I think that's pretty obvious. Enjoy that and realize that <laughs> it's uh, and I'm sure LSU fans are, it, it can happen good and bad. Maybe, maybe DeBoer will end up being good, but right now he's not being accepted. I think that's fairly obvious. So that's one point. Number two, you have to beat them next year. They come to your house, it's year one. If you lose to them, you give them fire. Like the entire LSU fan base is going to be rooting against, but they'll have the entire SEC. Even if Alabama's having a bad year, everybody's ready to just kind of step on them. Mm -hmm. And then finally, I don't know which one, but I I literally have a depth chart that a friend of mine posted in a group chat, and he had an underline in red of every guy. Like it was just too deep. Over half the guys on the too deep have either left or transferred from this past year. It's it looks like somebody took a machine gun. And shot a bunch of people because it's just blood it's coming just out everywhere. Red. <laughs> yeah, it's just red everywhere. It they just lost too many players. Mm-hmm. Kalen DeBoer is a very good football coach. Yeah. Maybe Bama ends up with one of them. I know they tried to, or LSU does, but they tried to get Desrix. He went to AM. That's unfortunate for them. But mm-hmm. there'll be somebody else. Yeah. A lot of these kids visited LSU that signed with Bama. I don't know which one it will be, but again, the biggest thing, you got to beat them next year because then you beat them in recruiting on the high school trail. That's the most important thing. And you also have to take advantage of LSU not necessarily – or excuse me, you have to take advantage of Alabama not being Alabama. That I don't know for how long Alabama is going to take a step back. I think Galen DeBoer is going to be successful in Alabama. Does that mean six national titles? No. No. But I think that that Alabama has enough talent on that roster and that he's a good enough coach that they're going to be able to win football games. And a 12-team playoff, they'll find themselves there sooner rather than later. But year one, yeah, I I think that hurt the ego of Alabama fans when they lost to LSU in Brian Kelly's first season. I think that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. If you look at LSU, they lost, what, like 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 to Bama? That's hard on your program. Mm-hmm. LSU fans are about as hardy as it gets, but you know that that wears on you. And this is also a chance for them to completely shut down the state and just keep everybody out. Alabama was the only school that consistently got kids out of the bayou. They, they really were. Mm-hmm. And they did it for years. Now LSU can do that. They should be able to beat them. 
Brian Kelly's going into his third year there. there. There's really no reason for LSU not to ascend in many different ways. LSU fans should be pretty happy. I think there are a lot of LSU, LSU fans that are relishing <laughs> sure in this moment. Um, a few names to look at. So five-star receiver Ryan Williams, who was originally committed to Alabama in the 2024 class, Hours, mere hours after Nick Saban announced his retirement, he decommitted. He's originally scheduled to, to visit LSU. He canceled that that uh, that visit. Any insight as to why? Was that an LSU thing or was it just, uh, hey, I have better relationships elsewhere and I'm no longer interested in LSU? Sometimes you, you, you just kind of wonder about these things. Personal relationships are always a big part of it, but I, I never heard any insight as to why. I always wonder if there's just a mix that's not right. Yeah. But again, I, I honestly don't know, Caroline. I, I would wish no ill on anybody, but sometimes less is more too. So it'll work itself out. Yeah. And that's not a position that LSU is is slacking in, at least looking at, ahead to the next two to three years. I know LSU wants to bring in a little bit more veteran receiver talent. We mentioned relationships and no one is better at, building those relationships with recruits than Corey Raymond. LSU brings Corey Raymond back in title is, you know, kind of still up in the air, but we all know he's going to be coaching the DBs in some capacity and is going to be really heavily involved in recruiting. Terry Bussey is a name that is hot on the recruiting trail. Five-star in the 2024 class can play DB can play receiver he has an unofficial visit planned to LSU what have you heard about that and maybe that relationship that's there with Corey Raymond and potentially being able to snag Terry Bussey in this uh, this 2024 class? Well, here's the the weird stick with him. I was at the Under Armour event for the All-Star Game practices and all that, and he was destroying people. But in that particular event, he played receiver. Alabama was the only school at that time recruiting him to play receiver, and I'm sure DeBoer would love to have him at that. But now that Saban's not there, I don't know what the deal is. And Corey was not a part of LSU. I mean, everything has changed for him. AM's after him, Texas after him. I have no idea how much relationship Raymond has, but they were recruiting Texas pretty hard as a state, the Florida staff, and everybody knows who Corey is. So I would imagine they're going to have a better shot than most think. But I, I don't think it's so much AM and Texas. It's the fact that Bama, it's just not the same mm-hmm. if Saban's not there. So LSU and everybody are probably pretty happy about that. And for those of you who don't know, we're talking electric on electric. He made guys at the Under Armour game, like turn them around, et cetera. He's in practice and stuff. He is incredibly gifted. So he's Texas kid, big personality, has great smile. He's the kind of guy that's going to be in front of ESPN's cameras quite a bit the next three, four years. And that's what people always say is you want to commit to the school, not to the person, not to the coach. That's not how that works. I I think that there are still guys out there that are, let's say they're from the state of Louisiana. They've always wanted to play for LSU. No matter who's coaching LSU, they'll play for LSU. But the overwhelming majority of every single roster in America, I believe it's who's the coach, who's my position coach, who am I going to be playing for? I don't know of a kid in the last year or so that just told me I'm just committed into the school regardless, not one. And I know a lot of kids that made decisions against the school. They either a grew up watching and, or their dad went to and, or their dad played for relationships. It's just the way it is. 
it's everything. Everybody roots roots for the the jersey logo or whatever, but that's that's not what the kids are doing. They want to get to the NFL and they want to feel comfortable with the person they're working with. That's the beginning and end. Hey, coming up next, Brian, you mentioned how everything has changed with Terry Bussey's recruitment. Well, it feels like everything's changed with the SEC. I mean, the greatest coach in the history of the game retires. Everything changes, even the perspective of LSU and their schedule and their potential and their expectations next season. So we'll go through LSU's schedule with Brian Smith now and kind of break down how different that looks than maybe it did a month or so ago. So we'll get into that coming up next year on Locked on LSU. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We've got a great slate of divisional round games. we got the Bills and the Chiefs. Honestly, I love the way that Josh Allen has been playing the past couple of weeks and the games in Buffalo. So I would take the Buffalo Bills this weekend. And hey, if you're a new customer, then you get $150 back in bonus bets guaranteed when all you have to do is just place a $5 bet. That's right, $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find popular parlays, and honestly, I think it's the best return. It's my personal favorite way to bet. But there is so much more to check out on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make that first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, rolling along here, locked on LSU. Brian, if I looked at LSU schedule October, November, in the middle of the college football season, I would have said absolute gauntlet. If you can make it out eight and four, nine and three at the best, then hey, I can live with it. It's not the greatest. Maybe you're in the playoff at nine and three in the SEC. Maybe you're not. I look at LSU's schedule now, and I think it's much more palatable. Now that we have a better idea of who is coaching where, who's quarterbacking where, and what these rosters look like post-transfer portal window. Well, first off, they play USC right out the gate, so that's not easy. But it's in Vegas. It's not in L.A. And everybody's no just kind of Williams. Equal. Yeah, well, that, that certainly helps. Yeah, um, yeah he, he was good. But they, you know, they finally hired a real defensive coordinator there. But at the same time, you can't replace Caleb. Okay, they've got a young quarterback they're happy about. Fantastic. I still need to see them tackle people and, and etc. LSU should be too physical. A couple of weeks later, they got South Carolina. If they don't beat South Carolina, there's something wrong. UCLA, they play them in Baton Rouge. Do I think they have a good coach? Yeah, etc. But should they lose to UCLA? No. But also, and let's got, not forget Chip Kelly was on the hot seat at one point I this know. past season. You know, know. He's a good coach with a good track record, but um, I'm, you know, I'm not going to bring up the sissy blue shirts a few years ago when I thought that, that was a game that LSU should have won, and obviously they didn't. But it's not a game that I look at on the schedule and I circle and say, yikes, that's going to be, you know, murderer's row. Week after, they play South Alabama, and then they get a bye week before Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels come. I'm sure Lane's already mad about that because, you know, he's looked at the schedule. <laughs> That's – oh, you get I guarantee I would be if I was him. But they get a week off, plus they play a lesser opponent the prior week. Ole Miss is one of the favorites in the SEC next year, but that's not going to end well for them, in my opinion. 
Then the three-game stretch that's really interesting starts to take place after that. They go to Arkansas. They should win, but it's still a physical game. Mm -hmm. Then they go to A&M, and then they host Alabama. But there is at least a bye before the Bama game. Mm -hmm. Is is that a matter? Yes. I mean, you're going to be beat up after playing A&M. That's huge. You know, can they run that gauntlet? I don't know. But if you don't have the bye before Bama, you're really going to be beat up. And whether it's saving or not, that's hard. So LSU, by this point, they could be a one-loss team maybe in the playoff hunt. Maybe. I mean, you never know. They could be undefeated. Mm -hmm. But again, to your point, as a couple months ago, you and I are like, this is a three to five loss team, blah, 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 the schedule. And then the, just the coaching changes and the transfer portal, like AM, Alabama, et cetera. Everything's different. It changes everything. Oh, it, it really does. The rosters just aren't the same. They do go to the swamp, but will Billy even be the coach at that point? I don't know. And then they finish with Vanderbilt and Baton Rouge and then Oklahoma. Oklahoma's got a good coach, but. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't think they have the same roster as LSU. And that's the tough thing for me is there are so many questions around surrounding the SEC. You know, I think that George is going to be good. You know, continuity with the coaching staff, continuity with the quarterback. They're probably more than likely going to bring in Caleb Downs, the best defensive back in the country. Like George is oh, going to be stacked. I feel certain of that. I think Texas is going to be a great team for that same reason. But Texas A&M, Alabama, two first-year head coaches. What does that look like? What does Jalen Milrow look like in this, this Ryan Grubb system? Um, you know, looking at Arkansas, no KJ Jefferson. Bobby Petrino comes in as the offensive coordinator. What does that offense look like? I think Ole Miss is going to be a good team that has absolutely stocked up talent in the transfer portal, but no Quinshawn Judkins. What, you know, what does that offense look like? Returning Jackson Dart, that's obviously massive, but there are so many years where I'll go into the season and say, I know exactly who the top three, next three, and bottom three are going to be. This year, it's pretty difficult. Yeah, the transfer portal, I think that's the new trend. Yeah. You, you, you may know. think something in December on, on the first, right before the portal it becomes open. By the time you get to early January and it's closed, you're like, these aren't the same teams even remotely. Especially if somebody loses their quarterback. Mm -hmm. You don't know. And then there's still another portal window in April. I used to know by mid-May pretty much how everything was going to go. I don't have a clue. Yeah. So you can only kind of project just based on the schedule. That's the one thing. Once the schedule's out, the schedule's out. Other than that, you don't know who's going to be in which jerseys anymore. So it, it's pretty wild. And kind of in that same breath, how would you evaluate the position that LSU's roster is in right now, maybe compared to the rest of the SEC? It's top five, and maybe two to three weeks ago it wasn't. It's yeah. improved. Uh, getting um, some of the kids, I mean, I was writing down some of this. I mean, they got Jordan Gilbert from a yep. and He's a kid from the greater Baton Rouge area. Uh, he's a river kid. They got J.R. Brown from Ohio State. They might end up getting Trey Amos or whatever. I mean, they're they're getting better in the secondary where you and I mm -hmm. basically threw darts at LSU all this past season. Deservedly so. And unfortunately, that is true. <laughs> but they're also getting key guys on offense. They got A.J. Swan to come in from Vanderbilt, somebody you're probably familiar with because you could throw a rock and hit Vandy from where you're sitting. But they got him as possibly a backup. They also got some other good players too. I mean, like Xavier Thomas is coming. He had 40 catches last year. Mm-hmm. They're, they've improved the roster. I mean, 
not many teams can do that. And then they got CJ Daniels, who, oh, by the way, had over a thousand yards and averaged 19 yards a catch and scored 10 touchdowns at Liberty. Yeah. They're going to be good. They're going to score. Of course, we still need to see this. The defensive staff has a very daunting task. Mm-hmm. They've got some talent, but they're putting together a lot of pieces. And I'm sure the players coming back have wounded egos at best because they were awful last year. So I, I don't know what's going to happen, but the roster is top five in the league. Now they need to go tackle somebody. Need to go tackle somebody, just hit somebody, get to the quarterback, please, for the love of all that is good and holy. Just please <laughs> stop. Stop the quarterback once for a day in your life, please. Uh, Brian Smith, our Locked On official recruiting insider. Brian, appreciate you for joining us. Where can people find some more of your work? At FB Scout underscore Florida on X or Twitter, if you may. It's a lot of fun right now just reading all the different kids going to different schools, declaring for the draft and everything. We, we're starting to get at least a little bit of clarity. There's still another signing day coming up with a few kids signing and whatnot. We'll find out a little bit about LSU, too, over the next couple of weeks. Brian, appreciate you, and we'll chat with you soon. All right. Thank you very much, Kara. Thank you. All right, thanks again for making Lockdown LSU your first listen every single day. Appreciate Brian Smith for stopping by, giving us some of his recruiting and transfer portal insight. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of Locked on LSU, look, there's smoke. There might not be fire, but there very well could be. And there's a whole lot of smoke surrounding Brian Kelly potentially going to Michigan. So let's talk about it. We'll do that on tomorrow's edition of Locked on LSU.